Today's episode is sponsored by Alone in the Dark. The highly anticipated new reimagination by Pieces Interactive and THQ Nordic. Play as Edward Carnby or Emily Hartwood to explore your environments, fight monsters, solve puzzles, and uncover the true secret of Dorsetto Manor. Our favorite heroes are brought to life by Hollywood stars Jodie Comer of Killing Eve and David Harbour of Stranger Things, who lend not only their voices, but their appearance and their formidable acting skills to the brave protagonists. Experience a deep psychological story that goes beyond the realms of the imaginable, all dreamed up by Mikhail Hedberg, cult horror writer of Soma and Amnesia. The team at Pieces Interactive is supported by monster designer and legendary Guillermo del Toro collaborator Guy Davis, as well as doom jazz legend Jason Conan, who provides his eerie and haunting melodies for the right atmosphere. Alone in the Dark is available March 20th on PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC. Pre-order your copy now and escape into the dark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This episode is presented by patrons Aaron Carper and Rita Cobb. Patrons get rewards ranging from early episodes to sticker sets and more. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit patreon.com slash creepypod. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy Presents The Bad Days Day 4 The Tunnel Credited to user Orange.Soda I go to this semi-rural college in western Pennsylvania, and like any school in this country, it has its fair share of ghost rumors. There's the ghost of Emma that haunts the theater, the unnamed ghost that haunts the older dorms, the hundreds of dead bodies at the bottom of the pond, etc. But those are all so played up, even by the administration, that they're rather hard to believe. However, every once in a while, you'll hear about the ghost that roams a tunnel on our campus. It goes between the aforementioned theater and one of the older buildings that has some dorms in it, but is mostly used for the banquet hall. Anyway, this ghost rumor is heard rarely, at best. Most students couldn't even tell you that fucking tunnel exists. But a few of my friends and I got wind of the tunnel from one of the people that live in one of the buildings at the end of it found it when he was exploring. 
He got scared of some noise and got the fuck out of there and didn't go back. A few days after he told us about it, I ran into one of the older maintenance guys that had been around the campus a while, and he confirmed the tunnel's existence, only adding, I wouldn't go down there, at least not without turning the lights on. <laughs> so one night, my friends and I got a little baked and decided to make a run down to the tunnel with the lights out. Just to make sure no one got hurt, we drew straws. And whoever got the short straw would do the run while the rest waited. We checked out a camera that had night vision from the tech kids and borrowed some walkie-talkies from my friend's parents who lived a half hour from the school. There were five of us, so two would wait at either end of the tunnel and drink through the respective building, and the one would do the run with the camera. If anything went wrong, we'd use the walkie-talkies. Myself, being fat and lazy, I made damn sure I got the long straw. And so my friend Jeff ended up making the run. When we got down to the tunnel, it was pitch fucking black and smelled of cat piss. No idea why. Jeff started on my end, where the light switch was. Well, not so much a switch, but a giant fucking lever on a fuse box. You know the kind. We tested the walkie-talkies and we all went silent. Jeff counted to three under his breath and took off. We turned our flashlights in the opposite direction of the tunnel so we could see if anyone was coming and to make sure the night vision on the cam stayed effective. We heard Jeff's footsteps for a good minute before they faded completely. And then we waited for the call that Jeff had made it. We waited for what felt like fucking forever. Then all of a sudden a voice came over the walkie-talkies. It was the other team. Hey, did Jeff leave yet? Fucking bored of piss over here. I checked my watch. Jeff had left almost an hour ago. Dude, Jeff left an hour ago. I thought you were fucking with us. What the fuck are you talking about? Hit the switch, and as soon as we see the lights, meet us halfway down the tunnel. It took a minute for the lever to cooperate. Whatever this tunnel been used for obviously hadn't been done in some time, and the lever was quite rusty. Once I got the damn thing to flip, It took a moment for the things to buzz all the way on, and a few seconds later we heard the walkie-talkies again. Alright, we got light. Start running. The tunnel couldn't have been more than 400, 450 yards long. The entire way down there wasn't a single ladder, sewer gate, door, or other way out of the tunnel other than heading down to the other building. After a few moments of jogging, I could hear the other team coming up to us. Just as I was about to call out to them, I tripped. I was a little dizzy from hitting the concrete, but it only took a few seconds to come back and realize what I'd tripped on. It was that fucking camera. What was left of it, at least? The lens was missing. The handle was busted off. The viewfinder was cracked. And the flip-out screen was hanging on by wires. Where the fuck is Jeff? Where's his walkie-talkies? That's all we kept asking each other until I finally stood up, stuffed what was left of the camera in my bag, and said, Fuck it, we need to get out of here. We'll call his phone when we get outside and see where he was. Since the tunnel was on the other side of campus from the newer buildings, we drove and left our phones in the car. 
Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. 67 fucking calls. We called him a total of 67 motherfucking times and couldn't find him. This was a week ago. We've called even more times since then. God knows how many times. His roommate won't stop texting me. God, I'm, I'm so scared of where he is. It gets freakier though. The SD card in the camera wasn't in there when I got back to my dorm and checked it. Today I got an email that I had a package in the mailroom. When I opened it, all that was in there was Jeff's phone and the SD card and a note that said, I wouldn't watch that. His phone stopped counting at 99 and mixed in were calls from his girlfriend back home, his mom, and countless texts. I couldn't go through them. He still has to be out there. I know I shouldn't watch what's on the card, but I need to find out where he is. I'm so scared right now. I finished watching what was on that fucking card. I'm so fucking scared. As soon as it was over, the light in my room went out. It's been flickering for a few days now, so it's probably just a coincidence. What is concerning is that at the end of the tape, I could have sworn the side of the janitor's face is in the third to last frame. I must have frozen it 20 times, and that has to be him. It fucking has to be. Even more is concerning that is the noise coming from my ceiling. Like someone's stomping up there. When I lived on the third floor, that was common. But I'm on the fourth floor now. There's nothing between here and the roof but maybe three feet of space with some ventilation systems and cables and whatnot. The stomping won't stop. Make it fucking stop. Jeff's phone just texted me a minute ago. I left it in the living room. So I thought it was my roommate, but he went home for the weekend. He won't be back till tomorrow. The door is shut and locks automatically. I went to the living room and the fucking phone is gone. I called it three times. On the third time, it picked up. I heard breathing and then it hung up. I texted the other guys, but they won't respond. Oh God, what am I going to do? I tried to go outside for a cigarette to calm myself down, but the door won't open. No matter how much force I put on the handle, it won't swing. I'm pretty sure I'm losing my mind. Jeff's phone is calling mine. I wish I'd never started telling you guys this story. I wish I'd never gotten the email about the package. I wish I'd never gotten curious and opened the card on my computer. And most of all, I wish there was more than breathing coming through my phone. Holy 
fuck, the counter isn't running. I pick up the phone and immediately hung up and I didn't notice till now. The breathing is in my ear. I can see his reflection in the screen. He knows that this is the last thing I'll ever type, so he's letting me finish. Never go down that fucking tunnel. Never disregard an old man's advice. Goodbye, X. You served me well. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at creepypastawikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.